I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gitas Filipinas podcast. Stunning Stan C at your service. Rowdy Raf Camus to my right, ravishing Rome Run right across me. And we're doing. I have this. no objections to that except Roe ravishing. I'm, rav- I'm more ravishing than you are. You're more ravishing than Rick. Uh, I'll give no, you that. I, really. no, no, I, cannot, I, cannot, no. I cannot, in good conscience, admit that. Oh, no. I do not have his porn stash. Nope. <laughs> not that, yet. That, that's not going to happen. No, I, I, no, it's never going to happen. You can't grow it out. Not that, nope. It's not that I can't grow it out, I just don't want to. Oh, oh I, I did not so know you had that capability. No, I, I don't think I do, but if, even if I did, I just don't want to. <laughs> anyway, uh, the reason why we're introducing in, introducing ourselves this way is because it is episode number 69. Ayo. Ayo. Of the number one. Number one. 27 rank podcast. Still there, still there. Holding strong. Arr. Holding down the fort. In the sports and hobbies section of the iTunes store. Man. That feels good. Yeah, that feels does. good to hear. Are you okay with this? One twenty-seven. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with staying one twenty-seven as long as we don't slip. It's 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 not going up, but it's staying steady. What about you, listener? Are you okay with this? Because if not, subscribe. Oh, oh subscribe to uh, the podcast on the iTunes Store or or your favorite podcast app on Android. Right. Because that's how you can help us. Exactly. And you can also rate us, uh, give us feedback, let us know. Uh, You know where to find us on Twitter. It's Mm. at underscore Stan C. At At Caveman Camus. At Rose War. Yeah, at Rose War. So there. That's the SGP Podcast. At Mark Henry PH. And those are the ways where you can reach us. Now, episode 69, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Hey, yo. Uh, We're going to be recapping the week in wrestling, as we always do. And we've got a supersized guest inside the podcast. He is. Yeah, 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 because it's it's his Twitter Twitter handle. handle. All right. He is a stand up comedian and a junior jock with Magic 89.9. Chino Liao joins us later on, and it's going to be a hell of a conversation, I'm sure. So it's automatically not red or there. Yeah. Yeah. Red actually has a few jokes involving him and Chino, but I'll, I'll leave it to him to actually tell those jokes on the podcast. Yeah, the next time he's guesting. No, well, we've, I've seen him. It's a training. No, well, the, the man was hurt. No, no, after that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, okay. For those of you who don't know, boot camp, very much ongoing still. Mm-hmm. Romeo and myself... And our friend Red Oliero have been going through a rough few weeks. Mm. Yeah, so you know so it's a struggle it's to a try struggle. to graduate. I'm trying to make it into a year in boot camp. <laughs> so why not, right? Hey, how about a month? I mean, I, I think a month is enough time to actually aspire to you know to make the card or whatever because the next PWR show is on August 15. Well. If you've been in the boot camp as long as I have, but you've seen there, you've but seen no, people no, no, you've seen people pass you already. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've been in the boot camp as long as I have, it's no big deal to you know try and make it in a month, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. You've been there for like what, seven months, eight months? 
Oh, well, we've, we've, been, we've been we've so been there. You've been there for like six, six. or five months. Shit, it's been it's that six long. Six already. No, wow. for him, yeah, it's been like six. Six, yeah, fine. Six, six months by August. Wow, jeez. Yeah, man. But yes, August fifteenth, PWR live. Coming to you live Good from the it. Makati Cinema Square Arena. Well, it I, won't be as hot. It won't be as hot. We won't it's be gold. as hot. It's it, gold brain. <laughs> Actually, my match is not bad. Like I, I know we know um, of one match. match. Right, we, we know, know of one match. One match that's um, going to happen, and it's the biggest. Yes, because I, I made sure that you know they actually got this announcement in time for the podcast recording. You know, uh, it's going to be a rematch for the PWR Championship between the very first. Or the current champion, rather, classical two. Brian Leo, the first two, the first and two. the first champion, the Senorita Jake De Leon. So they're gonna duke it out in the ring at Makati Cinema Square for everyone to see. And I'm glad that I have a VIP seat to that event, and you can have your own seat to the event by uh, by showing up. Come Makati, uh, come uh, August 15th at MCS, 6 p.m. But yes. it, it looks to be a good show. I know that at the very least. There are some surprises in store that we will reveal to you on the podcast slowly. And you know, I, as far as I can tell, uh, as far as I can tell you, uh, there will be new things introduced. I mean, every show there's always been something new introduced, and that always serves a higher purpose. But uh, for for PWR Live, that is no exception. There will be new things introduced, mm-hmm. and that's surely going to be worth talking about after PWR I see, Live. I see this uh, this this emblem insignia that's been going around of this bird. A bird. What could po- what could it possibly be? Is it a plane? It's a bird. It's a bird nga pinyeta. Man, you know, it's a plane, shit. and then it's 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 a, it's an what alien kind of, from wait, What Krypton kind of plane have you seen that has that, has that insignia? That is a beak, and and you know wings that actually look like birds' wings. You ever watch Power Rangers? Hey, <laughs> jeez. Well, uh, well, that's that's happening. So. That's happening. That's yeah. happening. So there's there's stuff going down. Right. Um, anyway, uh, you guys want to talk about Raw? Like, let's just dive right into it. Let's talk about Raw. We can, we can. Get shit out of the way. Yeah. PWR, 250 pesos, August 15. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about Raw, and I, I want to talk about the Divas. Because right. admittedly, Divas. that was the biggest thing that happened on Raw this week. Yeah. And yes. it wasn't the best thing as a whole. Oh. It, okay, let's, let's, let's get this straight. It wasn't the best thing, you know, visually, storyline-wise, scripting-wise. But his, when we look back, when we look back in the careers of the women who were called up from NXT on this Raw, this moment is such a big deal. Yeah, they're probably going to cut out, like, the first part. Because it's the Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It, for those who think... Well, it, it was saved by the end. Yes. But... Um, for those who think that it was okay that they were introduced that way, if there are any it, of you at all who think that was it fine. It wasn't. It wasn't. Imagine if The Shield in Survivor Series 2012 was announced or introduced one by one by Paul Heyman. Would they have had the same impact? Nah. It would have been very anticlimactic, mm. which is what we saw. It was anticlimactic. I mean, for weeks they've been building up to Paige being a one-woman army against the Bellas, and then binigyan siya ng kakampe. Hindi siya kinampihan eh. Oh, kailangan na tibit. Eto si Lot Lot. I mean, like ilabas si Lot Lot. That's basically what it was. It's mommy seeing that her daughter didn't have any playmates in the playground. So, nang alkilo siya, nang katrata siya ng ano, 
ng mga bata sa kabilang sa Playground. kabilang village. <laughs> <laughs> sa kabilang compound. <laughs> Bibigyan ko kayo ng cookies, ha? Ng candy. <laughs> basta Kung, kampehan mo yung ba, anak ko. Basta makipaglaro kayo sa anak ko. Fuck, man. It's that bad. It's that... It, it, it was. But it was like, uh, the first half of that segment was like the worst debut of 2015. But the second half of that segment was like the best debut of 2015. I mean, imagine all three NXT standouts performing their signature submissions. The figure eight, the disarm her, and the bank statement. That's, all that's, that's what it's called. It's, it's called yeah, the, disarm the disarm her? her. Yes, it's uh, called the disarm her, not disarm. Disarm because of the hyphen yeah, in the middle. I, Oh, yeah, no, I checked the Wikipedia page. That's what it's called. Yep. It, so no need to fact check that. No. no I mean, what we th- do need to fact check is the new name of the Lady Usos. Yes. Yeah. Team Bad. Team Best Bad. At dominating. Best at dominating. <laughs> and then uh, if, if they don't, if they don't know, come out in all, all right. black. Team Bad or the BFFs? BFFs. BFFs, but it's so... Team Bad or BAMF? You know, BAMF kasi, even if they say it's uh, Blake Alexa Murphy factory, but it's badass motherfucker. We all know what it means. Team bad or team hell no? Hell no. Hell no. Really? Yes. Yeah. Although, really? Uh, team friendship would have been better. Team I, 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 I like I like that, I like that oh, option, wait. though. Okay, after we talk about Raw. Okay. So talk yeah. about the book. But, but let's, get back, let's get back to the female trios that were established on Raw. How sick was that ending? The ending of it that segment. Yeah, it was I, okay. I was, I was okay. Me as an NXT, as as, as NXT faithful, it, that segment just made me so happy. Oh yeah, yeah. As you know, seeing seeing all three of them get just enough shine with the intros, get their theme music played. It, it and to see them to see them beat the living crap out of. Everyone else. So, masaya ka na demote sila. Sana ako. No, no. Yeah, they've, but, yeah, no. they've actually seeing, been demoted. That was it. Seeing them be demoted in that fashion made me happy. I think you were just overwhelmed yeah. by the fact that they got uh, this is awesome chant. No, I yeah. was overwhelmed that it happened because I've I went into it unspoiled. I didn't check social really? media for the day. No, because at work I have to check my social media for okay. my page. At least, buti ka pa na di na spoiled. Buti ka pa may control ka. No, I have... Well, you I don't have that same control. I know. So I'm stuck on my so on my. Wait, wait, wait! You didn't know media. anything about it. No, because they were I've building no, up to it last week. No, not just that. I've been breaking this since Mark Henry for like since the day before. And so you're telling me you don't read my show? No, no, you I, fucker! I see the headline and I'm just like, okay, well, it's you not confirmed. That, you, you wrote about this the weekend before, didn't you? Me or Him. someone else? No, that was me. That so, you're saying you don't read any of the shit that goes on. I don't read all of the shit that Great. goes on on Smart Great. Great. Thanks, Thank man. Thank Why you are you on support. the editorial board again? Yeah. You I'm haven't not... written shit in a month. I wrote something no, wrote last something. week. Wrote I wrote something. the ah. Sami Zayn article yeah, that did. you yeah. uploaded. Yeah. Ah, fine. But, uh, that was one Plus, article. I cannot believe that you were not... Oh, so again, you were not No, no, no. I was not, no, I was aware. I was aware. That but was I didn't know that it was happening on this show. To be fair. Just to be fair. To be fair. Nung ginagawa ko yung grapevine nung Monday. So yeah. ako lang Uh-oh. na na they were actually scheduled for this week's Raw. Yeah, because um, weren't, okay, we, okay. weren't we talking about the possibility na it would be either Battleground or SummerSlam mm-hmm. that they would come out. So, yeah. fine. Because we, you know, we, we have been talking about it. We have Speaking been talking about rumors, it. Speaking of rumors, we might as well, you know. Let's, let's address it. Let's address it. It's a big dead elephant in the oh. room. <laughs> big dead or the elephant. big undead elephant. 
it's Undertaker. Undertaker. Because like a big dead elephant, the imagery yeah, is, yeah. is kind of sick. So hashtag Even Undertaker Lion back. King. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was about to say. It's like It sounds like something out of Lion King. The so, elephant graveyard. So hashtag Undertaker back. That's happening. Apparently... No, it's, no, it's rumored. It's rumored to it's be happening. Rumored. Because no one knows. The no, dead no, no. Um, it's and likely because it, the, the, the guy who, pre- who broke the spoiler or the, the rumor it has is apparently... Credible? Yeah, credible. Apparently, on Reddit, a good track record when it comes to these things. So, hey, unlike Mets fan forever. No, Mets fan is actually pretty, you know, pretty reliable. Pretty yeah. reliable, yeah, but he he's been thrown off. Oh, oh. he's been thrown off. Um, biggest he, question. He didn't know about the Undertaker thing, did he? What? Uh, the, uh, no, he hasn't said. No, anything. he hasn't said anything. No, the Brock Lesnar. Uh, no, no, last year when Brock yeah. beat Taker, did he know about that? I'm, I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure. Anyway, but but wait, let's let's, let's 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 get down. Let's we haven't actually discussed it that. It has been rumored that Undertaker will be coming back at Battleground to mess with Brock. No, 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 Possibly. Uh, no, no, no. It's not specifically... Messing with Brock? Messing with Brock. But it's, he's coming back. You, that's, that, that is a rumor. But for what purpose? I mean, when you think about it, the it only two characters he's crossed paths with over the last two years are How Brock and Bray Wyatt. Say, it's Undertaker. It's the guy with the coffin. <laughs> nah. No, I doubt that they can poach Mill. I was making a I mean, fucking obviously joke. It, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm taking you're worse me seriously. Than you're worse than he is. I just said no. Am I worse than Buezito? Huh? Am I worse than Buezito? No. You okay. don't get a sock, bro. You get a basahan. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, and we don't know what exactly Taker is here for, but if we are to follow the context clues. No. Uh, well, Heyman is actually trashed. Kane as yes, being the Undertaker's, Undertaker's brother. brother. And that was that but, was it was a very stark moment in that promo that he got. But at the same time, Seth has also trashed Kane. So it could very possibly be the Undertaker coming from both guys. Okay. That that is my theory. See, Padang, you don't just trash Kane like that and not have anything happen to you if the Taker is coming. But has Taker ever come to the aid of Kane in the past? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like Brothers of Destruction. Yeah, was this young no, eight no, no. nine? No. Um, when they were facing the shield, that was pretty much him. All oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. The uh, that was one of his write-offs that the shield triple power bombed him on so SmackDown. I, I think actually Taker coming in at Battleground to to cause a no contest mm-hmm. might actually be favorable. It's it smart booking. SummerSlam. It's smart Not booking. Just that. It doesn't make Brock look weak by, I don't know, losing to Seth one-on-one. But does this mean, though, that Taker is inserted into the title picture? No. No, it doesn't have no. to be. It doesn't have to be. The same way that we were talking about Kevin Owens before entering NXT, it doesn't have to be about the championship. Okay, so he comes in and he supposedly gets revenge on Heyman and Seth. Where does this leave Taker in the bigger picture? Versus Brock at SummerSlam. That's the best way they can go. To have the rematch. Mm-hmm. Then Seth can probably feud with Triple H. Over the championship. Mm-hmm. Not over the championship. So who Just gets feud with Triple H? So Just because. you have a SummerSlam where your WWE World Heavyweight Championship is not defended. But it, it could happen. It could, could happen. happen. If the story is good enough, why not? Right? Because we have seen we have seen instances that it doesn't necessitate the championship match. Yeah, when Brock Lesnar was champion. And when he wasn't scheduled for that PPD. That's true. That's true. But, you know, if they don't do it for other reasons that can be more compelling, 
We'll see. Would it piss fans off, though, or would it piss you off if Seth was to defend the championship against Triple H? Because yes. if, if, that, no. if that's where the uh, the feud or the story was headed, right? Wait, you no. make, make your point. Because Triple H inserts himself in these uh, championship opportunities. It's not, you know... It for me, for me, I'd be pissed off because Trips hasn't wrestled for a while now. It's been a while. What is his last match? Daniel Bryan? Uh, what was Did it? You, yeah, it feels no, like Stang. 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 Sorry, I forgot about that. Very so quickly. But that's the thing. It's been a while. It has been a while. WrestleMania was a long time ago. It was? It feels Ish. like... It feels like forever. Because so much has happened. And all of this... All of this, you know... All of this in... In action... And, you know, Trips being off TV a lot now. Yeah. And only making his recurrence now. His return now is a little awkward for me. For him to go straight from not really being an authority figure anymore to becoming all out in the title picture. It's uh, weird. He's the boss. He can do whatever he yeah. wants. He you can. Need, you need that's, that, that's the easiest cop-out. But So, okay. So, if you set up that table, Deba, uh, does Seth remain heel or does he turn face? Does... I don't think he has to turn face. See, Seth? I don't think Seth has to turn face. So people are going to get behind Triple H, the guy who's basically been trying to ruin the career of, say, Daniel Bryan. The crowd favorites, Dean Ambrose, no, Dolph Ziggler. No, the crowd favorite will be Seth. Because yeah. daddy's turn on his little boy. Yeah. Could happen. That was the entire point. I just don't know why they deviated from it. I, no, that was go the entire to- point of why he brought Brock back in the first place. To turn on. No, to for Seth to prove himself and to turn face eventually. Because mm, that's that's a very face that's a very face thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, and and having J and J and Kane, deba, uh, slowly turning on Seth. Ideally, uh, it was supposed to lead a Seth face turn, but uh, we saw. Hasn't happened. But I'm okay with that. Didn't happen. You know, I don't know. Bahalane. Because it's been very, it's been very inconsistent, but not necessarily in a bad way. But it's I'm, not bad inconsistent. No, they've kept it flexible. No, it's, I wouldn't say so yet, because from what I see, from what I observe, mm-hmm. with how the authority is doing business right now, parang everyone is apparently getting a third dimension to their character. That's true. Which isn't always a bad thing. Which isn't always a bad thing. It's just something we're not used to. <laughs> so I would like to wait and see where this comes in, uh, where this goes before passing judgment on it. All okay. right. Uh, one we last have a thing. few weeks to go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, one last thing before we uh, get to talk to China in a bit. I want to talk about the U.S. title scene. Oh, okay. Just because okay. uh, we had an interesting development where Cesaro, Rusev, and... Uh, Kevin Owens. Owens had a number one contender's triple threat. Your first name. Yeah. You're, you're wearing his own his shirt. Oh, yeah, I know. How could How I did forget? you forget? <laughs> no, um, you know, I was I was thinking about this. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Can you play uh, the part where Rusev insults Kevin Owens? Okay, so Rusev go- goes out and insults Kevin Owens like this. You know what I don't get? I don't get why Kevin Owens couldn't say something like, Wait, Cesaro and Rusev, what the fuck happened to your first names? Which would have been hilarious. It would have been hilarious. Hilariously meta. No, yes. it sounds, no, it sounded like Rusev came up with that stuff on the spot. Yeah. He, he thinks no, he's because, the rock. No, but <laughs> Rusev actually is smart. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying maybe 
maybe KO was thrown off. Uh-huh. Maybe they expect yung, He was like, what? Yung na yun. Botchamania worthy. No. Not really, no. I mean, no, no, from a humor standpoint. No, you know what was Botchamania worthy? What? It was Bruce saying, oh, he was Hanagana. No, 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 not, not just that. Um, Seth at the top of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In Kinainyo, right? Unaminated, inanimate, But going back to the US title scene, uh, so the, the triple threat match was great. It was awesome. I loved yes. it. Yes. Um, where does this go from here after Owen supposedly takes the title from Cena at, at Battleground? Or presumably mind, takes uh, it? I don't mean a. No, no, no. It's going to extend to a no, for sure. SummerSlam. Summer Summer Slam. I want to see a fatal four way. I want to see a fatal four way. Hmm. I'm thinking that it will be Owens and Cesaro who will be feuding you know over what? the title. I think... Oh, no, it's too late for that now. What? It Could have been a fatal four-way this Sunday. At this point. That bottom extend up yeah. until then. Uh, yung SummerSlam, you can get Owens and Cena. Yes. They might just. I think it's... Uh, it's possible, but uh, I think it's too late. For Rusev, because it's stop gap lang to, eh. Like His bigger end game is still dealing with Dolph Ziggler. And yeah. Dolph yeah. Ziggler just happened to be written off TV. Yeah. For a movie! Mm-hmm. Well, you know, good for him. If it's the greener pastures that he's niya, good for him that he's getting uh, a movie as part yeah. of his contract. So, good on you. Uh, but for for the other guys, for Cesaro and Owens and Cena, um, I, I heard this possibility on Cheap Heat. Now, what if it became a triple threat? Or what if the IWC favorites like Owens and Cesaro teamed up against Cena? But... Yeah, that makes no, sense. Cesaro is a heel. Uh, face it. He wouldn't go for that. But uh, it makes sense. No, it doesn't. He has a teammate in Tyson Kidd. Who is out guy. for no, a year. He's a good guy right now. Have you not seen the promo I posted? I saw it. I saw it. No, Why would my, that guy no, team with Kevin Owens? No, 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 no. He can team with Kevin Owens to get to Cena. It's a dysfunctional tag. No, no, no that's not going to happen. No. And because Kevin no, Owens' character at his core works on his own. Yes, that's is, true. Cesaro has endeared himself to a lot of people for what he's done lately. Not as just uh, no, not just as a good wrestler, but as a face. Which is why I think if Owens were to win the U.S. title at Battleground, his next opponent after Cena would be Cesaro. So we're, and that leaves Rusev floating until Dolph finishes yeah, filming. Probably. Most likely, yes. I don't mind Owens actually uh, facing Cesaro and Rusev at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, why Can you not? believe that, though? Can you believe that? We actually have three legitimate contenders for the fucking United States Championship, and that's the, that's what Cena has done, and yeah. in a storyline that matters. Last year, the U.S. Championship changed hands after all. Yes. Yeah. Seamus Rusev. Bruh. Was, that was after all. It was yeah. It was a network exclusive uh, event or special. Now we got like three legit contenders, like not and even like you know not, not Jabrones. And it's it's a good story for a change. No, because that you know what they planned, but that's why they had Cena and Brian win the mid card titles at WrestleMania, yes. and now you have a cursed maybe Intercontinental gotta, maybe Championship. You gotta unify it finally because of the curse of the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Oh well. Last three champions, but they're puro injured: Barrett, Brian, and and Dol- Ryback. Uh, oh, Barrett, right, Brian, uh, Ryback just has an. And then you can even extend that to Dolph before him. Did Dolph get injured no. as IC champion? I don't no. think so. Didn't he? He was no. injured as the world champion. World champion. No, he got concussed as the world champion. And then... Ryback has a staph infection. He'll do. How the it. fuck did he get a staph infection? It's possible. No, I know it's possible, but then it, isn't that usually a hygiene thing? 
Di mo may iwasan minsan eh. Ne, sweat, sometimes it's not the sweat WWE. Sometimes yeah. it's you pick it up from a gym you go to. Mm. Yeah. And like the sweat and and the contact but that your skin mm. makes with anything you come into contact That's with. That's why you shower are, everyone. Yeah, it doesn't the, matter. Nah. These guys are half naked all the time, diba? So it, it's bound to happen. Hey-o. Episode 69 for everyone. Yeah. Episode 69, everyone. Uh, all right. So, you know, this is just too depressing now. Just talking about how uh, people who have worn the Intercontinental Championship this year alone. We're talking about Rusev's boots. I've been getting injured. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Fine. Speaking real quick, of injuries. Real quick. Sure, sure, sure. But I feel like he just went to the nearest combat uh, combat sports store and just bought a pair of Everlast. That looks like what it does. No, because they're not, they're not the nice kind. They're not customized, are they? Right. No, they are legit. Anyway, boots generic. They're generic. Any any guy can can go buy from K one and use. No, not just K one. It's like your local Foot Locker. Yeah, exactly. But, bruh, it's not Foot Locker approved, man. Bulgarian. He's not even wearing yeah, Russian. Not, he's not Russian anymore. The, the yeah, his his he's on the Bulgarian stripe. On no, what? have you read his tights? It says Russia. Yeah, it says Russia. Yep. Yes, I can read Cyrillic. <laughs> well, thank you. I just it, remembered it. it. it I just Russia. remembered it from the Russia days. Parang, wait a minute, it's the same text from before. Even though the colorway is completely yeah, different, yeah, yeah. so yeah. You can't, you're not fooling me, Rusa. <laughs> Thanks, Sandra. <laughs> Sa- wait, Sandra's been fired. Oh wait, Jesus! Damn it. <laughs> well, so, thanks, Sandra, for placing. No, no, thanks WWE for not for firing Sandra because Sandra would have been able to replace that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, we gotta go to the interview. We gotta talk. We gotta talk to Chino. He's actually let's talk to Chino. Yeah, he's here. We're gonna talk to Chino Liao. Hey. Episode sixty nine of the SGB podcast with Chino Liao in just a bit. Stay tuned. Episode 69 of the SGP Podcast rolls on, and with us inside the booth is one of our neighbors, or one of my neighbors, actually. He's mm-hmm. one of the junior jocks from the Magic University and a stand-up comedian from Comedy Manila. Please welcome to the SGP Podcast, Chino Liao. Hey, guys. Thanks for having hey, me. Hey, man. Good uh, evening, yeah, sir. Got this, and I got this uh, guesting together. Yeah. 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 I, I met you both, Camus uh, and Ro. And yeah, Stan, yeah. Well, so, you know, Stan. A while back. <laughs> but Camus and Ro, I've been talking to online palang. five yeah. minutes ago on yeah. the elevator. <laughs> 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 she was like, are you Chino? I was like, yes, yes, why? I was like, oh, I'm Ro, I'm Ro. I was like, oh, I thought hey. I was in trouble with Ro. You know, it's not every, but every day you see a guy wearing a Bad News Barrett shirt. That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah, Very yeah, few people get uh, what, why my shirt has bad news on it. Baka, baka, ano, ano, might be the best way for, ano, might be the best instruction for all our future guests. If yes. you're coming in, please wear a wrestling shirt or any yes. wrestling-related accessories. Para para ma spot my identify guy Like I think Red was able to do that like once or twice. Uh, Stanley Chi when he was here was wearing a Christian T-shirt. Right, he was. Nice. Kill switch. Like, yeah, I like this one. Ano. So yeah, I think moving forward we're gonna ask that of all of our guests if they're like wrestling fans with t-shirts that still fit. Like please wear your wrestling shirt. I think Jam when she guested wore her Panzer shirt, right? Yeah, she was like hiding it yeah, under right? her jacket. Yeah, she was so proud of that shirt too. I think so, yeah. Uh so yeah. Uh Chino, <laughs> of course we met him at uh 
Revolution X alongside Jam, who has also guested on the podcast. Uh, tell us, how did you first hear about Revolution X? Oh, I uh, was at the very first PWR event. Oh, oh no way! There you go. Yeah, very first one. Yeah, I was the only one. Th- I only knew myself and <laughs> like a handful of other friends who happened to be there. Okay. Red <laughs> apparently so. was uh, wasn't aware of it yet. Right. So right, he wasn't right. there with me, mm-hmm. but I was just there. I decided to just check it out. I actually didn't get to finish the event. So how did you hear about it? Uh, online, just right, online. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody was posting teasers from the fan page, and yeah. I, I saw it. Yeah, so that's how I found out about TWR. And then I wasn't able to go to the one after that. Which is uh, Terminus. Yes, I wasn't able to go to that one. But this is this uh, Revolution X is the Third one? I the think? fourth one. Fourth, fourth one. one. Yeah, so I missed, I think, the second one. Right. All right, all right. Uh, well, at least you're pretty up to date. Yeah. More or less, I know, I know the storylines are <laughs> like updated. Guys, so um, from the from the roster of guys you've seen from Renaissance and from Revolution X, are there any ones who stood out to you? Any f- early favorites? Uh, say Warren, of course, is a, is a favorite. <laughs> uh, the See Canto Terror and see the the beer prom the yes Marty that's actually a heavy good crowd favorites yeah crowd, crowd favorites people keep sing, keep singing uh, take on me when he comes out <laughs> and yeah the whole place breaks into karaoke but like JDL is one of the more surprising people because he has like the, he doesn't have the the slim physique mm-hmm. yeah. like, that people are sure. used to but he does springboard uh, splashes. Like, so, like he's like a hundred and something pounds. That's, that's <laughs> he might as well be a hundred and something yeah. pounds. <laughs> it's, it's, it's impressive. The cardio, I mean, yeah, like, I've seen him exactly. train. No, that's what that's what surprised me about uh, JDL was because he could go all day inside that ring. It's just so light on his feet for his size. <laughs> We'll pass it along. Eh? Yeah, yeah. And I'm big sure he's fan. listening. I mean, he he is also a frequent listener of yeah, the podcast. Big fan, big fan. Right. Uh, let's ask you about let's ask you about your fandom because every every fandom has a story, but it's all got to start somewhere. Uh-huh. So, um, where did your fandom start, and who was your early childhood favorite? Uh, yeah, we encountered my brother and I. He's based in the states now. Sayang, he's also he's in fact a bigger smart than I am. Wow, really? He could. Take, I stopped watching around 2000, 2001, okay. mm-hmm. about two years when you know the like declining stories and stuff. Uh, when when the Dudley Boys started leaving one by one, and yeah. all these, like this, I grew up on them. So I started like in the nineties with my brother. Uh, we were just surfing channels, and I remember we encountered it on RPN Nine Payatayon, the oh, channel, right, right. Yeah, yeah, one yeah, of was, the yeah. earlier channels where they were just showing like a, a random in your house. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. So and then we saw the Undertaker. And see the Bret Hart just coming down, right? See the Brutus Beefcake. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-Attitude Era. Pa. And then we just continued on from there. Uh, well, like, the people I really liked watching were see the Shawn Michaels, of course, given. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. That's a yeah. final consensus uh, childhood favorite. Actually. Shawn Michaels, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people just fell in love with the guy. Yeah. I mean, if you started in the 90s, diba? Right? Because, like, if, if you started in the 2000s, you hear less of Shawn Michaels and more of guys like Triple H, yeah, John, yeah. John Cena, Cena, John Cena, exactly. Right? So if it was Brett and Shawn, you're on Team Shawn. Yeah. Brett and Shawn, I was t- Team Shawn. Serving in that <laughs> It would be a good survey. Yeah, no? it was. Yeah. Actually. So, um, what was the first match that you that you saw? Or if you don't remember the first match you saw, the first match that really got you hooked? When... Uh, 
Stone Cold Steve Austin debuted as Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh. When yung, yung entrance pa niya, yung glass, tas nababasag. Yeah. Uh-huh. That very first match against, I think it was Bret Hart, di ba? Uh-huh. Right? Okay. Nung lumabas siya, nabasag yung glass, I was like, oh, mind blown. Tayo Stone Cold. Well, I didn't even know who he was before <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know. That was the first time I saw him come out. And then when the glass broke, and he was just walking with an, with like a with a swagger down the ring, I was hooked. And um, the very first Iron Man match between uh, Sean and Brett, because again, Sean, Team Sean versus Team Brett, right? right. So uh, 1996 about yeah, WrestleMania right? 12, when he flew down the rafters yep. in that harness, <laughs> yeah. Then Jose Lothario was pointing, and then he flew down. Very mind blown, good and none. And um, so. Can can we infer then that the story that got you that really got you interested was the Bret Sean rivalry? Yes, that yes, was one of the yes one of the early reasons, especially when uh, the DX happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I want to ask you since uh, you are a Shawn Michaels fanboy, admittedly, uh, what did you feel about the Montreal screw job? Yeah, yon talaga medyo. I'm a little as far as Sean goes. Medyo, like to have him participate in something like that is a little like you know I want to Is it a big away. asterisk on your fandom? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, what yeah. wouldn't happen there? Yeah. I wouldn't happen. How, how old were you? I was in my early like, my 12, 13. Did you understand what was yeah. going on? No, at first in the dance like what what was happening? And then later on when I got older, yeah. after you know seeing it again, hearing it again, I realized that they really screwed over Bret Hart, mm. and then it reminded me of Ready to Rumble. With the King, yeah, Jimmy King, Jimmy, Jimmy King, the Finor Corner splash, right? The screw job in a way. So I was like, that point, from that point when I saw Ready to Rumble, I was like, holy shit, this is what happened to Bret Hart. <laughs> but that's why it was a train wreck. Yes. yes. Yeah. That movie is a train wreck. Hey, hey, remind audiences. It was a fun movie. But it is still a train wreck. It was weird. From a booking standpoint, it is a train yeah. wreck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? The three, the three stages of cage. Yeah. Three stages oh, of hell. <laughs> three stages of hell stacked on each other. Yeah, Tapos pang si Labo mo Bam Bam Bigelow was a face with yeah. Goldberg and then si DDP and then DDP yung, yung main DDP heel was a heel yeah parang Labo yung DDP as a heel oh. a lot of the guys there were WCW talent diba yeah, everyone yeah, it was, was WCW it was, it was a WCW, WCW movie, movie. Booker yeah. T was a heel parang Labo ang awkward tingnan <laughs> wasn't Booker T an enforcer for them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was he was, Why, he was. He black <laughs> Goldberg was also an enforcer yeah and si ano si Sid Vicious Psycho Sid was yeah, there. he was there. She was yeah. the guy who was beat up by the old dude. <laughs> it was it was just weird. Yeah, it was fuck. from a booking standpoint. It was very weird. Um, when you go through a fandom, but you start off as a wide-eyed child or uh, as a fan who's very innocent to like the inner goings on in the backstage. Um, when was that point in your fan fandom or in your fanhood that you just became a smart? You started being privy to what was going on ah. behind the scenes. I. Diba, back in like the early 2000s, like, they came out with those um, blah, blah, the Magician's Secret. A wrestling version of that came out too. And then when that came out, everybody at home, like because I live in a compound, so right. yeah. the, the wrestling bug circulated all throughout my cousins and even some of my uncles, my yeah. dad. And then when they found out that uh, it was it was fake, you know, quote-unquote fake, yeah. 
right? People started circulating the box. I, I saw the special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It actually just impressed me more, if anything, because you can say that there's a certain angle you should hit somebody mm. with a chair. Right, yeah. But Mm-mm. the point is you're still hitting somebody with a chair. Right. And he still has to get up and do something about it. So Wait, for me, like the physical aspect. Are you saying that everyone, when you, when that special came out, everyone found out at the same time that there was thing was Yeah. Because in, wow. in our place, wow. in our place, in our place, that's well, because there were like rumors going around then about resting oh, fake, fake. Like, from older people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they always say that resting's fake, resting's fake. But then my brother and I, we never, we never uh, agree, we never agreed to it. we still kept watching. Uh, the, the thing, one of the things that kept me watching was seeing yeah, the physical like, aspect of it. That's an interesting reaction to you know finding out that. Wrestling is predetermined. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> predetermined. No, but I think that this is also one of the first times I hear, I've heard a story in a, like it's an entire isolated compound where nobody knew yeah. that yeah. wrestling was entertainment, that wrestling was predetermined, and then suddenly so, some special we comes were, out. We were all like young. We were all, like in our early teens. Probably. Most of my cousins are not even in their teens yet. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I, right, right, exactly. Yeah, it's a pizza. And then you realize, and then and then I, my my bro, my cousin, my old, my other cousin tried it on our other cousin, and then he sprained my cousin's neck. Oh shit! Shit! That's that's nagayat yung tita namin. Like no more resting at all. Like they they banned it. And that's that's how it usually goes. That's how it goes. And then, and that's how. But my brother and I, when we just we just kept watching because we didn't really care anymore after that. Like it was still entertainment. To us, it was still something that uh, entertained us for like two hours out of the week. But at that point, did you entertain any, you know, uh, dreams or fantasies, maybe, of wanting to be arrested? I actually told my mom when I was twelve that I wouldn't go to college just so I could be a wrestler. <laughs> I heard, I've been hearing stories I did to Shawn Michaels did in college because he was wrestling or something. Before that, I told her I wanted to be a lifeguard because I was on the Baywatch bug. <laughs> and then after the WWE, it's like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm going to go to the States. I like wait, this wait, guy. I have to ask. Was this because of Star World? Because Star World was the only channel that was yes. showing both Baywatch yes. and WWF. No, uh, I saw Baywatch on the i channel of all places. Hey, I remember the i channel. The and I-channel. then it moved. Okay. And Dude. then it moved. The Star I used World. to. I was the, probably the only eleven-year-old <laughs> who stayed up until eleven to watch Baywatch and to watch Bam um, Anderson's tits Melrose Place. You are gonna on fucking i channel, right? That yeah. just that's not my shit in the in the nineties. Uh, I remember yeah, that was channel. Right. 19. Yes, oh, yes. Like 20, something like that. Yeah. Right? Um, it, it, you mentioned the, the wrestling bug and then the, the revelation that wrestling is predetermined spread around your compound. Yeah. So all of you guys were fans, but after the revelation, was there anyone who was like, fuck this, I'm not going to watch this shit anymore? A lot of, like I said, my brother and I were the only ones who actually stayed watching. Wow. Yeah. And so, you guys never really turned back since? Yeah, no, we never really turned back since. We're still hooked on it. He's in the States right now, and that's all we talk about on Viber. Like, when, whenever he'd message me, it would, it would always be about, uh, 
the last message I think I got from him was about Tyson Kidd's injury. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's, uh, that's how into it we are. He said, though, that you stopped watching for a while. For a while, uh, around early 2000. Yeah, because... Uh, that mm-mm. was because of... I assume that's what you're going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as for because they took it out, the bar for a while, they, oh, yeah, they, they sure, wasn't right, here right. in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this so, is like post Jack TV. So yeah, the bar oh, post Jack TV. No, 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 post. No, because after there was a lull. There was a lull before Fox. Um, when, I think when somebody didn't. When was this? This was around the mid two thousands. Mid two thousands. Like yeah, after, okay, yeah, yeah. like oh, after, three, after Jack TV lost its license and before ABS CBN picked okay. it up. Yes. So what did you do till then? Uh, well, the I just stopped watching because my brother, he was so into it. He was actually reading the wrestling uh, blogs, the right. updates, yeah. and about mm-hmm. Raw, about SmackDown, even about the pay-per-views. And I was reading it. So I just stopped watching. And then he'd just tell me what was happening. And, like, and I, I'd, I'd, still, I'd still stay on the on the topic. That's why, right? When I was with Batista, it's like... Mm-hmm. The, it's uh, like uh, Devon's uh, bodyguard and closer person. <laughs> it's like, it's all second-hand information. And then, when it came back, I just picked it up right after. So all right, all that right. That was 03, USA, the right? Solar. Yeah, USA. And then Jack TV, eventually. Interesting. Um, you you mentioned, uh, or I mentioned at least when, I, when we introduced you, na you're also a junior jock and that you also do stand-up comedy. So um, d- does your fandom of wrestling actually influence some of the things you do, whether in radio or in comedy? Actually, yes. Uh, I try writing jokes about it. I try doing uh, a set. It's hard to say if you're a wrestling fan and you're the only wrestling fan when you do stand-up. Siyempre, kasi kayo kayo lang nakakagets eh. But yeah, sometimes... Si Red lang yung matutuwa. Oh, diba? Si Red lang matutuwa. Or like, some of the other guys, they get it sometimes. But uh, I try to generalize it. I wrote a, a whole bit where I try to generalize everything. Na parang wrestling has steel, has steel cages, so I try to use that. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that a steel cage steel cage is, more or less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, with the ladders, I try to use that. So, mga general, nothing too specific. Like nothing about storylines or characters and stuff. Let's talk about your career. Um, how did you get inside, in, into radio? And then later, let's talk about comedy. Because I, um, I think they go hand in hand. Yeah. Because, like, at least from my standpoint, I first heard you on radio in, like, the 20, in 2010 or 2011. And that's also right around the same time I heard about uh, stand-up comedy okay. in the Philippines. It was through you. Yeah. So how did you get into both of these, well, uh, these fields? Actually, stand-up came way before. Uh, I went to... Uh, I joined Lafapalooza 2. I was fresh out of... Um, Film school in Cebu, mm, okay. and then I got I got back to Manila. I was looking for something to do, yeah. and then ja, Jack TV again came out with the Laugh Palooza to uh, ad. Yeah, it was open to everybody now. So I actually joined um, the first time I couldn't join because I was based in Cebu at that time. So parang for students and I was a student at that time. Uh, the second time it came out, so I didn't hesitate. It's like Let's see. Let's find out. Because you know how, like, when you're when before there was multiply, right? Yeah, yeah. So I blog on multiply <laughs> a lot about like random comedy things, right, like, right? Things I find funny, lang. They're not necessarily jokes. They're just blogs. Uh, and then people kept saying, "No, oh, you're funny, yeah, yeah." And niwala ko. So, so I I tried it, and then niwabat ako ang semis, and then. Um, I stopped and then when I got eliminated I just started doing open mics and then tuloy-tuloy na yun 
Then that's where radio came in. That's where all these other things came in. It's all because of comedy. But when did you enter enter the, uh, the Junior Jock program, Sa Magic? Uh, 2000 and... I tried out in 2009. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't get through. Parang they lost. Na mafia ko, quote-unquote. What does that mean? Because I got into the first round. Yeah. Like I passed it. But the second round, they lost my number. Oh, shit. So they didn't contact me at Wait, all seriously? for it. Yeah, no, seriously. Oh, that's happens. horrible. It happens. Because the that's... amount of, of people yeah, yeah, yeah. Applying, get through... Yeah. Right. So one or one or two people will get lost in the fray. Talaga. Yeah. Well, I I can't believe that happened. Cause it. Okay. So yeah, you know, it should be diligence in their part. Right. Oh well. Anyway. So, so you anyway, didn't make it. It happened. It happened. Then. 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 It happened then. Then. I guess but then I just week. took it as a sign. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't make it to the final round in 2009, even though you technically got that golden yeah. ticket, right? Yeah. I, I would have met you then if you had. Yeah. I actually made it to the final cut of that nice. year as well. Nice. But I I didn't get accepted. Yeah. Uh. So. Kailan ka nakapasok 2010? 20, no. Actually, 2011, 20... No, 2012. Wow, nakapasok. so it was three three years. Yeah, three years. But I'm, I mean, I just took it as a sign na parang it's not yet time for me to, you know, be a JJ. It's like if I really want it somewhere down the line, I'll just be a JJ again. And then I tried out, and then I got in. Because I, I was already doing stand-up for quite some time. So yeah. during the preliminary interview for the first round... Like stand up now, like I did a three minute set and then and then they liked it, so I got through to the second round and then I did I did, I did a joke on air and uh-huh. that's how I it just it just catapulted me into like other things. But are you able to actually do your stand up set or to actually you know to display that personality when you're on the air? Is that yeah. something you're able to it's do? It's actually I'm a little because there's in magic their programming yeah. is a little like poppy and tight. Yeah. And very little room for banter. Yeah. So I actually got to do a lot of banter when they were looking for volunteers for the morning show. Right, the right. Remote Twister. Okay. Uh, and whenever we'd actually board, they'd actually, they found out I was a comedian. So okay. they'd let me pitch in from time to time. So I actually got to, you know, showcase my sense of humor. I even got to plug, which was a big deal. For the brand and for everybody else. How is that like uh, working with Mo Twister and being in the same show as him and it's you know, bantering with it's him? It's interesting. Because first of all, he's not here. You know? Yeah, he's in the same. So you only right? hear yeah. him in your headset. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, but he still like he keeps you involved in mm-hmm. the conversation mm-hmm. as much as possible. Uh, because even if he's not here, he's not... So, naturally, he's not the one who's manning the board. He's not the one who's able to take the calls. He asked the other... During that time, it was Susie who was still doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I was still... I was learning a lot from her then as far as the technicalities are concerned and the, the techniques. But from Mo, what I got from him was how to to bring the topic up and how to... The diversity of topics on that come from his brain are just astounding. Oh, right. Yeah, man. He can so, uh, go from one, one thing to another. another. Yeah, his website pala eh. Parang bilis niya, even when a, when, even when a caller calls in and tries to uh, insult him, he just has a comeback <laughs> right away. Ang galing niya mag-insult. See, Mo is also a wrestling fan to an extent, di ba? Yeah. He likes uh, the earlier stuff. He admittedly stopped watching that. And then he actually, actually asked me who the big, who are the main guys now are back in 2012 and I said it's CM Pompey and 10 minutes it's CM Pompey what do you have to say about that or you know 
what did he say? Well, like, he was asking who CM Punk was and like what's his finisher. It's like the go to sleep. Oh, the go to sleep. What is that? Is that is the does he have a second finisher? What is it? Like take a nap? <laughs> so, no, it's a serious move, man. It's a serious move. He hits you in the face with a knee. It's like, oh, oh okay, shit. okay. Yeah. He take stole it nap. from this Japanese guy. Yeah, <laughs> he stole it from this chap who who can't use it on NXT. <laughs> that's right. That's it's right. True. It's true. Um, as far as current programming is concerned, how updated are you now? Since you know now with the advent of basically the accessibility of wrestling programming on the internet, so how updated are you? I actually, yeah, I actually have a schedule. I I watch a lot of TV, like American TV. Mm-hmm. But then I, besides that, I also have a separate like timetable for my pay per views. Mm-hmm. Wow, but it's, it's mostly WWE. Though, admittedly, yeah. I don't know a lot about TNA or even the Japanese. Right, stuff. it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. Pero yeah, I, when you when I was in the Smart Geeks group, mm. I see a lot of the. Um, Lucha Underground. Oh, yes. I watch oh, those yes. from time to time as yes. well. Great, great stuff, man. Lucha Underground. If we could acquire that shit, uh, you know, we would. Because yeah. I'm a huge fan of it. Like, Ro and mm. Gamos, they're fans yeah, of it as well. Did you see them kill a guy? I haven't been watching recently. That's fine. So you should just look for that one highlight where they actually kill a guy. As in, that's how they wrote him off of the story. Shit. Which dude? One of the Bale. Our country. The Pinoy guy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so unfortunate. <laughs> wow. I, I'm going to have to look for that later. Really? Yeah. It's hilarious. Sobrang, sobrang galing. Kasi parang sobrang B-movie niya, di ba? Yeah. Oh, yes. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez influencing. It's what's his name's influence? The Mark Burnett. Mark Burnett. Yeah, right. It's so all Mark you know, Burnett. <laughs> That's Robert Rodriguez's style. Robert Rodriguez is the director of Ma- Machete. Yeah. Ma- yes, and then you can see. No, but it. it's 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 not as it's not as um, how do you say this? It's not as soul sucking as Machete. Yes, yes. Machete was there. Uh, it was a very good movie. I enjoyed machete myself. Oh, Machete! Oh yeah, Machete came out recently. Uh, before. Yes, I as, remember that. As, as a guest. As a guest. Yeah. 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 And it's nice that you compared it to a B movie because I remember that si, si Vince McMahon once said uh, to the wrestlers, "Now we're out here to make movies." Like that's how he describes the process of creating a WWE production. Yeah. So if you compare WWE to your mainstream Hollywood, Tamanga Lucha Underground is a B movie. Yeah, exactly. It's a reality show. It's a it's a gra- it's the movie before the movie. <laughs> right. It's just it's fun. It's, it's always fun. It's always fun. So it's always fun. Now, it's interesting that with the WWE is like how they they. How they do the like the even when I was watching the Balor featurettes, yeah, like, yes, they were teaching him about blocking, about camera work. It's like it's interesting that they go into that much detail. Like, so it's really a production. It's not just some dude yeah. who's walking down the ramp. And that's that's the only reason that WWE is gonna outdo everyone else is because the production value yeah, so is so brung intense. The production, the roof, man. Let's uh, talk about your comedy your comedy career. Um, I know you mentioned like your your rise through Lafa Palooza, but how um, what is your involvement with Comedy Manila, Manila like, and how did you get started working with Comedy Manila? Okay, Comedy Manila came as an offshoot of the Comedy Cartel. Yeah, majority, in fact, all the headliners. Now we have six headliners. Again, Olero being one of them. Yeah. Uh, all came from Comedy Cartel, and I was in the same uh, group of people with the same group of people. Then, Xilared, G. Labrador, Alex Calleja, all of these people uh, came from Comedy Cartel, um, and we decided to just put up our own um, production house. 
you know, just so to see what we can do for the local comedy scene, mm-hmm. right? To give opportunity to other people, right? Right? And GB, he was the guy who took the forefront. He, yeah. he carried the banner, and then he established this small production house. And now I'm proud to say that I'm proud. I'm part of this group that's starting like a revolution, right? Like you guys said, see, Ryan Rem Sarita. We got Mr. Rock and Roll to the world. Yeah, he actually, yeah. He actually st- we were actually in the same Laugh-A-Palooza 2 batch. Oh, That's wow. why I, he and I are pretty close. Uh, and uh, now he's getting so much viral influence. Yeah, yes. because mm-hmm. of uh, Showtime, I think. Yeah, yeah, funny yeah, one, right? I think Nonong Balina was also one of yes, them. Yes, who... uh, he also came from our open mics. He, Nonong was just... You know, Nonong was an open micer before. He just He just dropped in. He was doing a YouTube channel... And then when uh, he started doing stand-up, we just started including him, and he just came back and came back. So the growth that we're give, we're comedy Manila rather is able to give comedians, is just incredible. How how often do you actually get to train and to practice? Because um, admittedly, iba yung training in comedy compared to say radio or wrestling. So how um how is training for you like, and how often do you get to do it? Yeah, it's uh, we have open mics twice a week. Uh, uh, different parts of the metro. We have one in the south, which is some DLSU, and then yeah. one in the north, which is in Thomas Morato. So whether you live in the south or the north, very accessible to do an open mic. And I'm fortunate enough to live uh, within walking distance. Siguro mga 15-minute walk kung masipag ka five minutes away by car to to the uh, north venue which is in Thomas Morato ah, so I was okay. lo- so very rarely do I miss that like it's actually this Thursday so if you're in uh, today, it's today. every Thursday yeah Samaritan. yeah it starts late naman so All right. I'll make it in time uh, <laughs> but it's actually very you know convenient for me to just do open mics because comedy I feel is is not like no other skill if you stop doing it for I, the comedians and I have reached the consensus of two weeks if you stop doing it for two weeks you'll immediately lose all your um, responses your timing your reflexes mm-hmm. you, you, you'll feel it on stage I, there was so a there ta- is oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, go, sorry go ahead bro so there is like comedy rust or mic yes. rust sobra so, because you your stage presence declines you're gonna forget jokes. You're gonna. It took me. A, I stopped for about six months. Oh, wow! Wow! Because wow. I was trying to figure things out. Like I was looking for work, and I was trying thinking if I should go back to school, and this really was for me, just to see where I was at. And when I came back, it was so hard. It was. You should never stop. <laughs> like once you start, this bug is gonna get you. And once you get that first laugh, just it just pushes you to do more. So, um, how about goal setting? I, I want to talk about goal setting a little bit. Like, uh, in terms of your career, wh- what's that goal that you want to aspire for? Oh, uh, I used to do stand-up in the States. Okay. For, okay. For a How's while. that like? How's it's it actually, different? Uh, it's actually different in a way because naturally we all know that stand-up comedy came from the States. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So they have decades on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, it's like a five-year-old craft. Right, right, right. Uh, even Tim Tayag, who founded it with another dude, see uh, Marlon, ah, Marlon Manalo, mm-hmm. I think. No, 
Alan Manalo. Okay. I haven't met him, sorry, <laughs> forgive me. Uh, Alan Manalo and Tim Tag founded comedy here, and they've only been doing it for 16 years. That it isn't even as long as stand-up in the States itself. Yes. Uh, so doing stand-up in the States is very different, because here it's a young craft. People uh, are used to more formatted jokes. Na parang straight to the point, stand up, punch, ah, set up punchline jokes. Yeah. Parang just give it. In the States, the you have guys like Louis C.K. who give yeah, you their yeah. opinions. Yeah, it's a monologue. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's monologue. a monologue. It's very political sometimes, very, very personal, mm. uh, belief driven. Here, I don't think, like, personally for me, I don't, I have yet to see a person who goes up on stage, does something like that. I can go for an hour without having uh, dead air in between. Would you want to do that? Well, of course, yeah. I'd want to get to that point where I can do that. That's why I'm willing to actually go back to the States okay. after I graduate. I have about a year left, yeah. give or take. After that, I'm going to go to the States and do stand-up there for a while and see you know, where it takes me. It's kind of funny because uh, you mentioned earlier that in your childhood you said your, to your mom, you... We're not gonna go to college yeah. because you want to be a wrestler now. Now I'm spe- now it's li- it's now. my tenth year in college. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're doing actually comedy. that was something that yeah. I wanted to ask. Like, yeah, I was I was doing the math in my head. Junior Jock since oh nine. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I yeah. st- I I've, I stopped studying somewhere around oh seven. Okay. And I just came back. Uh, I stopped studying and I went back to school at oh nine. Then I stopped again. And then I just said, you know what, my parents wanted to finish, fuck it, let's do this. Uh-huh. So I just enrolled myself in Benilde and just, you know, I'm graduating in a year. Yeah. Uh, so, sure. party after that. And then yeah. yeah. So, but to one of my parents, go, if I ask them to close a club down, they go in the So, yes, 10 years, they'll yung Arakawa or some shit like that. Some ridiculous Let's request. do it. Let's do it. Yeah, maybe, some maybe, ridiculous request. Maybe ask what you're taking now. Taking up now. Oh, film. I'm still taking up oh, film. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. Um, why, I have a degree this time. Why, why film? Uh, I fell in love in, with film when I was in Cebu. I went to yep. a film school there called the, uh, IAFT. Yep, the yep. International Academy of Film and yeah. Television. And that was just on a whim as well. Because I was, I was out of La Salle. I got kicked out. Okay. Because, <laughs> I don't know, history yung course ko. Eh, what do I know about? That's the only course I passed. So what do I know about history? Yeah. So I, I didn't last very, like, long. I got kicked out after a year. And then I was looking for something to do. They, they kept telling me to just go to Benilde, man. Just go to Benilde. Admit your fate already. But then... Because I got to La Salle, just go to Benilde. Yeah, that's the classic stereotype. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> no, I want to try something else, man. So I actually I actually took a risk and asked my parents to send me to this ridiculously expensive school in Cebu. We're not from Cebu. We're from Manila. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was the only person. And I just asked them, na parang, can you send me to Cebu for a year and see how that turns out? Because I really think that as a writer, this is the next logical step for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to try and transition from just writing, so I went to Cebu. I took a film, and then I still even there. I still kept watching uh, on Jack TV, on WWE. Right, or, right, right. Uh, yeah. uh, I was looking to pair with a roommate who was a smart also. Okay. Oh, okay, that's always good. See Joey uh, Virai. I don't know where he is now. <laughs> But if you're this listening, dude, he, 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 you're listening. This dude, he also he also watches the the raw 
And then, nanunod kami. And then, when they took it out, so yun nga, that's how I stopped watching. But then, I was there for a year. Uh, I just continued. And then, film really didn't turn out so well for me because... And dami po lang kailangan isipin. But That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't just stick, oh, direct tayo ng movie. Yep. Yes. It's not that easy. And yeah. I mean, theories and all of that. Dami po kailangan isipin. So mm-hmm. it's just like, you, after that, I just have to say, I never looked at movies the same way ever again. Theories are my favorite part. But, uh, okay, I want to ask, uh, you're, you're taking a film, yeah. you're in stand-up comedy, which is kind of a new, yeah. uh, a different way of, or unusual not ordinary way of doing comedy right here in the Philippines right now. Yeah. Do you have any dreams of changing mainstream comedy we, when you uh, graduate? Like, or, yeah, yeah, as a brand, because Comedy Manila, uh, we we were part of Comedy Cartel and Comedy Cartel actually wanted to change stand-up comedy. They wanted to eliminate the insult comedy, the slapstick, right. the you know, mainstream yeah. comedy. Let's call it mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> but here at Comedy Manila, we've decided... Do not rebrand ourselves as um, the change that's going to come, but rather as an alternative. Because mm-hmm. we understand not everybody will get on tour train. Eh, yes. Uh-huh. Is... Not everybody likes this kind of stand-up. We get that, okay? We're just here to provide an alternative to people who are getting tired of being insulted by drag queens on stage. or that's true. Having to sing karaoke. So this is a major difference between uh, Comedy Manila and Comedy Cartel. Yeah. We, not to drive a wedge or anything. No, 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 no. Well, there already is a wedge. No, okay. okay. We're, not, you know, we're not here to drive it yeah, further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not here to talk about that. We're here to... Uh, we're just here to provide an alternative. Because like, a lot of guys that are in the mainstream media, like si Ryan Rebs, guys, mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. said Rock and Roll to the World is trending all over, right? Yeah. And he and he's not he's not a drag queen. He doesn't sing karaoke. He, just, yeah. he does straight stand up. And then uh, Alex Calier, one of our headliners, he writes for ABS-CBN, That's right. and his jokes are very mainstream. That's yes. true. But he That's doesn't true. do drag queen stand up, right? So it's just it's an alternative. So Humbaga Comedy Manila is like the passive aggressive stand up stand up comedy <laughs> production house right here. And that came from you. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Well, well I, I'm a huge fan of Comedy Manila. Like, I'm looking to hit up one of your shows probably within the next month or two. Absolutely. So there are a bunch of shows happening this month. Yeah, Anything happening in Makati? Yeah, in Makati. <laughs> well, the Fort area, we're, okay, we have yeah. Keg, Keg, next, Keg next Monday. Okay. Uh, that's in the Fort Strip. Um, and then the and then that same week um, in UP Town Center, mm-hmm. oh, hey. we have... Uh, Home Turf yung dalawa. Backyard. Like me. Uh, backyard boat, uh, backyard kitchen and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, that, in, yeah. in in UP Town Center. Right. That's uh, on a Wednesday of the same week. And so then, it's next week, yeah. Next week, yeah. And then right the week after that, the thirtieth, uh, Boro in Podium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh hey, yeah. It's just it's just the 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 audio there isn't so. Yeah, <laughs> no offense to Boro Hey, but the food is tasty. The food is hella good. The it's food just is the hella good. The second floor gets cut off from the audio, so it's a bit But then that's just a test for us as a Ah, all right. Uh, and of course, uh, wh- when can we next hear you on radio? Uh, just su- listen to all the junior jocks. They're all awesome Yo. people. Uh, that's every Sunday from 6 to 2 p.m. Right, and then after that it's Jam okay. also awesome listen to her oh yeah I love Jam yeah. love Jam yeah, call me, if you want to check out Sorry more of the shows if you want to try out for open mics yeah. like say you think 
you can do it. <laughs> right. Comedymanila.com. Uh-huh. It's all there. You know, the details of the comedians. I want to ask you about that. Thank you for bringing up the open mic thing because I have a friend I'm pushing to do an open mic. It's, it, will, it will be his first time. Is so. your friend seated next to you? No, he's not. <laughs> no, no, this guy, this guy no, is this, funny. I'm this not guy? funny. <laughs> I don't have, I'm, the, I'm the least funny of the group. Okay. Exactly. Anyway, uh, actually, no, 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 wait, you are. That's true, that's true, that's true. Stan is the least funny of Stan us. Stan is funny because he's Chinese. No, 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 no. Um, seriously, though. Uh, if you could give some advice to people who are interested in trying out open mic but not not quite sure how to go about it or, you know, have some nerves before going into it, uh, what would you suggest to them? Stand up, like, your first ever set, uh, you're going to really suck. <laughs> no matter how funny yeah. you think you are. Like, you're going to do well. Some people, they, they actually... They, some people have beginner's luck and they do well. <laughs> okay. Like it, it happens, but rarely. Most of the time, what happens when you go on stage is you get nervous because you have all these yeah, people yeah, yeah, watching you, actually paying attention to what you have to say. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then you are gonna, And then your chances are you're gonna have to follow uh, a comedian who's been doing it longer. So my only advice I can give the guys is. Uh, it's like ripping off a band-aid. Just get it over <laughs> get with. Get it over with. Uh, there's no other way to beat around the bush. Mm-hmm. Get to the point once you get on stage and just be yourself. Like, uh, comedy is like, uh, it's all about being honest. Like, the audience can tell if you're honest with your with your setups, yeah. with what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So it's all about just knowing what you have to say and just getting it out there. Does being the guy who tells all the funny stories at a party... Count as practice. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. But like the thing is with comedy, when or you're doing stand up, you can't tell a funny story about your best buddy from high school because nobody else knows who that is. <laughs> diba? lang tama, tama. So like, if you go, oh, you know, yung kabarkata ko, ganyan, ganyan, it won't pass because nobody else knows who your kabarkata is unless you invite your old barkada. And then that's cheap. And then that's and that's kind of cheating because they won't be there the next week. Or the next <laughs> that's true. They won't be there when you bomb. Yeah, exactly. That, that's your cheap pop or your cheap heat. Yeah. Right. I want to. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry. I just want to ask one last thing. Let's end on a poignant note. Uh, Ten years in college, so uh, there's a lot of goal setting to be done in that so in, the, so in that long period of time. Yeah. But for those who are currently in the process of figuring their life out, what do you have to? What kind of if if any, what kind of advice would this you have deep, for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get a little deep sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we've seen how deep you can go in in yeah. wrestling talk. So. Yeah, 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 man. I thought it was just about wrestling. But no, we're inspirational. We're talking, it's, it's, it's inspirational. We're, we believe. We believe. <laughs> we believe on we this podcast. We believe in the power of positivity. <laughs> anyway. Uh... I actually, you know, had to go through so many things before I found comedy. Um... I worked for ABS-CBN for a while. Uh, I was in LaSalle, and then in LaSalle, I got kicked out, and then I, I floated from right. place to place, went to film school, and then, you know, I wrote for ABS-CBN. I, my, I had a job with ASAP, the, the TV show. Wow. So, I was doing a before I actually found stand-up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, finding stand-up comedy was just uh, unexpected. So... That entire time, I actually just believed that when something's meant to be, it's meant to be. Like, if you were, if it's not about what happens now, but what happens tomorrow, mm-hmm. yet tomorrow. Like, now may be shit, but tomorrow will be better. Or tomorrow might right. be even worse, but the day <laughs> after that, 
It's going to get better. Or even worse. Yeah, or even worse, you know. The point is you keep moving. Yes. The point is you keep moving, The point is you look beyond what's happening now. You look to the long game. Yon. Life is all about the long game. The slow burn. Yeah, the slow burn. It's not. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah. That's deep. That's deep stuff right there. So it's not about. <laughs> Sorry, it's, a, it's a fat guy talking about running, but <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's what life is. You, know? you just have to take it one day at a time, and sooner or later, what is meant to be is gonna happen. It's not about the SummerSlam 2013. It's about the <laughs> WrestleMania 30. Yes. 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 That's right. That's it. That's yes. it. Yes. And, uh, you know, one last bit. Uh, Chino, where can our listeners find you on social media if they want to hear more, oh. you know, more inspirational tidbits <laughs> uh, like that? Sure. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow me and my half jokes on Twitter, it's at Chino Supersized. Okay. okay. Chino Supersized on Twitter. Also on Instagram, it's Chino Nom Nom. <laughs> clearly, it's all about food for me. Uh, also, just go check out oh. ComedyManila.com again. It's and question, where can they find you Doing your full jokes. Oh, full jokes. Full jokes. Full, full jokes. Well, I have the SoundCloud, but I don't really use it anymore. SoundCloud. Yeah, right. soundcloud.com slash the other Chino. Uh-huh. And so, uh, your next show coming up is? Is Monday at Keg in the Fourth Street. Fourth Street. No time. We should go. We should yeah, go. We should. Yeah. Right. I think trip. Red is going to be on the same lineup. Yo. Right. Sounds if like I'm a plan. Mistaken. It's either that or, the, it's either that or the backyard line. All right. All right. Okay. All right. We should go. No, seriously, we should go. Manami, manami, salamat. Chino Liao, stand-up comedian from Comedy Manila and also part of the Magic University and the Junior Jock Program. Thanks, Chino. It's been a pleasure yeah, having no, you. And thank you guys for having me. It's been fun. Episode 69 rolls on. Uh, we got more coming up right after this. Coming up. 69. Right, that was a great talk with Chino Liao. Uh, you know, like we said, I didn't expect it to get that deep. Yeah. Uh, we've been looking forward to that, and uh, we got to thank him again for making time for us and for braving the payday traffic to, to get here. Thanks, Chino. Uh, you better it was a hell of a lot of fun. get this deep. We're setting a new stand for ourselves. Yeah, man. Well, we're para, getting insightful here. Para top 100 na tayo. Oh, God, God. That's what we need <laughs> to do. evolve and yeah. not in the way that we have to do a podcast about boy bands. Although we still want to do that full time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, time for us to do battleground predictions. Hey. So I'm going to run through the card and let's, let's just talk <laughs> no, about it. I, uh, set up at no, no, no. I almost forgot, actually, that okay. it was this Sunday. How I, did you forget? Yeah. No, no. But I, don't, I wasn't really paying attention to all the hype. Did you it not? Battleground, did... you know, it's like, eh. But it's bro, It's got the most badass poster, though. It does. But, yeah. Well, it, 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 it's it's, it's battle, a good it's, poster. At the end of the day, it's an inconsequential pay per view unless something big happens, which would be. Which I think will happen. Yeah. It looks like so it will. Dude, 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 dude. <laughs> this is it's it's the most unassuming pay per view. Now you know what? If if they broke the whole Taker thing, maybe last week. Uh huh. I would have probably remembered that it was this Sunday. Have you not been paying attention to Paul Heyman? No. Uh, no I, I, and, and, and you give me shit for... No, it's Paul Heyman. You expect him to, you know, to vomit gold whenever he shows up. Look, I, I review the pay-per-views for Smart Henry, so I'm always, like, adjusting schedule yeah. around the pay-per-views. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it's, uh, you guys can forget the pay-per-view for whatever reason, but, like, it's part of my, my annual schedule now. Like, I actually schedule shit around Your the Monday mornings. Schedule, yeah. Right, right. So... Yeah, I was about to make a joke, but anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was about to say, make the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Do the joke anyway. No. 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 Okay. Anyway. Stop now, stop now. Battleground. So let's start off with the kickoff match, which I think is one of the stupidest matches in recent years. Uh The kingship of the ring is at stake. R-Truth versus King Barrett. Why? Why is this even okay? It's not. Has There's no way to retcon it. Has the WWE not heard of divine right? <laughs> like, you can't. You can't fight the, the monarchy. Ah, well, you can, but you know, you have to kill someone, which they're not gonna do. Yeah, exactly. It's not that kind of a show. Yeah, but um, it's not Lucha Underground. Since King of the Ring was established, you cannot vote for a king. Yes, <laughs> and since it was established in what ninety five, ninety four, ninety six, about nobody has had to defend the title of King in the Ring. Or King of, of the, the ring. ring. Right. In the ring. In the ring, yes. So, uh, that being said, I think King Barrett still has to win this because if he loses this, it, it's a total D push for the guy. It, and it's a, it's a sham. It's a sham it's for a sham. What? It's always it's long been a sham. We've <laughs> not been paying attention. No, no, no. It, 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 makes, it makes the King of the Ring. King, king of, of the Ring. King of the <laughs> Ring. Fuck. What the fuck is wrong with us? The King of the Ring... So secondary that it's like okay, whatever, it doesn't matter. It didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. It, it mattered. It mattered before. Before it, it, it didn't really matter in recent history. This would just kill it completely. No, no, no. Um, my take on the King of the Ring and its uh, importance is they tried to make it important by making it a network exclusive. Yeah. And it would have been good. Because everything they did after that was totally horrible. defeated the purpose. Exactly. No, like one. No. Uh, it was obviously for the network. Yeah. King on the ring was off for the network. Right. So, uh, Barrett? Barrett. Wait, no. Uh, how are we even sure at this point that Barrett's going to win? Because R-Truth is still just a comedy character. Still. <laughs> An yeah. entertaining comedy character at that. Still. No, he's not even entertaining to me I, anymore. I, I he's found just him, no, I found annoying. Him entertaining. The point I found is him entertaining. anything can happen, and I don't think Barrett is winning. Uh, I mean, they, they've jaded me so much on how they've treated King Barrett. That it's. I would not be surprised if he lost. Okay. This is a shame. Like, that's, that's he, he's my guy. A shameful thing, Lobsterhead. He's your. He's your friend. Well, not my he's friend. He's your friend. <laughs> friend of the podcast. I want him to be my friend. I would love for King Barrett to be my friend. Anyway. Wait, 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 what? What did he? How did he react when you said "All hail King Barrett"? Oh, he smiled. And then I oh, said, "No, no, what kind of smile? What kind of smile? Can was you, it? Was it a sheepish smile? smile? Uh, uh, no, it wasn't a sheepish smile. Fine, fine, fine. Pardon the good pardon. Hey, fine, fine, fine. No, no, no. It was, so it was like that. Yeah, he was like, not, hey. Not like, the, not like the smile on the... You know, it's been a long day. Someone says hi to you. And like, hey. Is that no, me? it was like, uh, hey. I, I was actually at the back of the line. I was one of the last guys who got to talk right, to Barrett yeah, and yeah, King. Yeah. So, yeah, and then I, I pointed out his shirt. Because nobody really mentioned the shirt. Mm. Now, it was new and, and, and everything. So, I was like, hey, so I So, you like were the shirt. only guy who noticed... He was him. wearing a new shirt. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Man. That's so, you, you know, so if he was all like, you know, the sheepish smile, yeah. that, that would have been, no, that would have been an indicator of how he feels at the moment. Ah. Uh, you know, man, I, you know, he, he mostly kept it cool. He was actually very, you know, very gentlemanly and very, very proper. Of course, he's English. He's English, exactly. Which he should be. <laughs> have you not seen Kingsman? Hey. Uh, hey next match. I, I love Kingsman. Yeah, I love that movie. Love uh, that movie. Next match, Randy Orton versus Sheamus in a match where I have no idea why they're feuding. Uh, yeah, because we have apparently we're not supposed to forget. Right, Randy Sheamus. Orton is from Saint no, no, Louis. No, no, we're not supposed to forget what Seamus did to him. Yeah, what, what did we he do? do? No, we don't know. That's a thing. <laughs> Nobody knows. What the flying fuck? Why did they do this? 
It is like the... It, it's a random throw together. It is a MacGuffin of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they hate each other? What has Sheamus done in his entire career to merit 200 wins? Which, Which has been disproved <laughs> by Buezi the House no, Elf. No, 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 Mark no, 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 not by Buezi the House Elf, by Michael Buezi. Ah, the journalist. editor. Managing editor. Yes. Not <laughs> Buezi the House Elf. Right. Fine. Those are two separate entities. So, when he does actual work, <laughs> it's a separate entity. So, he gets the sock. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Orton jokes. Orton versus Sheamus. Uh, I have no investment in this match whatsoever. I don't care. I don't care if Sheamus I is a friend care. of Daniel Bryan. I don't care if Randy Orton is Are a twelve-time world champion. Are they? Uh, I, I, I don't give a shit. Uh, Orton wins. Point. Fine, random. Orton wins. Yeah. No, because they're in St. Louis. Orton wins. Oh really? Yes. St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis. Hometown. Hey, good catch. Oh, Fine. Yeah. Orton wins. Orton wins. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt needs the win. What, yeah, Wyatt needs the win. No, Wyatt I, needs I, the I win. Don't mind, I don't mind Wyatt winning here as long as Reigns can get his win back. Question mark, though. What if Taker messes with Wyatt? Nah. Just for shit. I think he's done with Wyatt. Like He proved yeah, this he point won, at he WrestleMania. Won, he, won. he would look petty if he oh. messed with Wyatt pa after beating him at Mania. What I want to see is Bray Wyatt use Roman Reigns' daughter. Like, to just mess with Roman's mind. Use daughter? No, no, because this is how it all began, right? Yes. With yes. Bray Wyatt making threats at Roman Reigns' daughter. And we haven't really seen or heard about the daughter um, ever since, like, what, week one or week two of the feud. Yeah. Well, she's on summer now. Huh? So oh, yeah. no, in the summer US, in the States, right. summer yeah, in the US. I want this to be brought back. Like I want the daughter to make an appearance. Because dito naman talaga nagsimula, and this is how you add a layer to Roman Reigns' character. Exactly. You problem is, him. problem with like the whole thing is, uh, he hasn't been given time to talk. See and Roman or yeah, see Bray? See Roman. Roman. And Bray's though, given all the time to talk. Yeah, yeah. Even if you know we have all these feelings for Roman's promo skills or lack thereof, he he needs the time to establish himself and where he's coming from. And he hasn't been given that because, well, for one reason or another, for obvious reasons maybe, and the lack of of airtime on his part is hurting this feud. So because now, now, now it's just looking like a game of cat and mouse. But uh, the the writing right now of Roman Reigns like being a man of few words. So Hindi is effective because it's no. been effective for some characters. It's not to say a man of few words. Eh? Right now he's a man of no words. Yeah, and if. A guy is threatening your daughter. You gotta say something. You don't, and it's not just you say something. You make threats. You threaten with vengeance. So Roman Reigns sneak attacking Bray Wyatt wasn't enough. Yeah. No, it's not enough. It's that a sneak attack like that and bad sneak attack. By the way, you should have just jumped him. No, no. Why? Why? Why wait? Why wait for the lights to come on? No, why wait for him to turn, turn to around? Turn around. Oh, yeah. that too. But work on that, Roman. But. Not giving him time to talk means you're not giving him time to develop. Yes. And Pretty at much. the end of the day, that's what he needs. Without, yeah, like I said, without context, if you, t- if you, for example, take the segment from Raw on mm-hmm. its own, yeah. this you know, Roman Reigns comes out to, to wail on Bray Wyatt. Why are For what reason? You don't know. So they Tom and Jerry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Endless chase. And it, it, at the end of the day... Bray Wyatt needs to win the match. Okay. Uh, next match, uh, there was supposed to be an Intercontinental Championship match between Ryback, The Big Show, and The Miz. That's no longer on the card. It's been pulled after news came out that Ryback is injured. 
It was a staph, staph infected. infection. Yes. Uh, I was actually hoping that there would just be a match between Big Show and The Miz to determine the rightful number one contender. Apparently, that's not happening either, and that's a shame. So, so what's they're happening both off that? the card? They're all off the card, yes. Mm. Oh, strange. More time for the rest. That works. Uh, next match... Primetime players versus the New Day mm. Tag Team Championship. I predict the New Day win the titles back. I don't want them to. Why? I like PTP. I don't think it's, it's been happening for them right now. Yeah, I mean, it, they haven't been as hot as we wanted them to be. Plus, I think storyline-wise, it'll work in it'll... the New Day's favor. Because they don't know PTP who they have to prepare for. Uh-uh. Yeah. For all they know, for all we know, the New Day's strongest combination could be Kofi and Xavier Woods. And mm. it happens to actually hit the primetime players in the, uh, you know, in the rear end. And Papi, let's say uh, PTP is Cleveland. So maybe the best way to counter Cleveland would be to go small ball. Right. So you have Kofi so and you're, 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 you're turning you're turning my Golden State Warriors fandom on me. No, I'm making an analogy and make and and, and explaining it in terms you would understand. The but Golden I do, State I do Warriors understand. won I by understand. the power of positivity. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. So they won with Andre Iguodala switch. Yeah, which was positivity. Yeah, because he kept himself positive How despite being benched. Yeah, he was yanked from the starting lineup. At least I don't hate. The new day as much as other people do, but damn it, son, really, this is a bit of a stretch. No, it's not. No, they um, were positive. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yes. Yeah, so my no, prediction so is the new day. The new day win the titles back. Oh, uh-huh, I don't know what's gonna happen. It, uh, it you know, feels, you know these things. Um, I'm fine yeah. either way, but it. I do have to say that uh, PTP hasn't been as hot as the tag team champions for um, as we would have hoped. Oh, Only it's room because for improvement. It's, it's been, their first run. It's their first run as tag team champions. It's been a comedy feud for now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how do you make it deep though, without uh, without interjecting race? Yeah, or or Darren Young's story. Well, I don't know. It's not uh, positivity it's, against. I don't have an Bahule. answer for that right now. So that's, let's let's, let's, save, let's, that let's save that for after because. It's. I think we're gonna get clarity from this feud more. We're gonna get more clarity from this feud after the show more than in the build-up. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, just one last note on this tag team feud is: um, if the New Day win by cheating and like getting that third person involved, I think that makes it extra personal for the primetime players. Yeah. Like, cool. I, I, I guess it'll necessitate like a third uh, a third member. Uh, Mark you know, Henry in an alliance. Well, yeah, 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 that, that was Mark stupid. Henry. Mark Henry was supposed to be healed. And how, how is he faced? How is he okay with doing the millions of dollars dance? Because he's black. Mark Henry is not the big show. But they're, ter- <laughs> they're booking him like the big show. Because they're both big. All right. Uh, U.S. Championship match. Kevin Owens versus John Cena, part three. Compelling... I think we talked about this a lot earlier in the show. Yeah. If Owens. This, this is Owens. This is Owens. It has to be Owens. It has to be Owens. But if it's a fatal four-way, if they turn this into a fatal four-way, including Cesaro and Rusev. You know what? Uh, if they did turn it into a fatal four-way, all the more Owens should win. Because it, it works yeah. in his favor. Right. Uh, he can pin Cesaro lang or Rusev, diba? And True. And John Cena and will, John Cena will have, have enough reason to chase him for SummerSlam. Mm. Exactly. See? Made sense earlier, makes even more sense now. Because Rusev, off the card. Who's the other one? Cesaro. Cesaro, off the card. Yeah. Two guys who have been lighting it up on Raw, off the card, I find it hard to believe. 
Make this a fatal four-way. Somebody Sign make now. this a fatal four-way. I'll, I'll be fine either way. And last, but definitely no, not the someone, least. If someone changed it in the middle of the show, no one would complain, I think. No one would complain. I would it's not complain. It's a good complain. change. Yeah, yeah. It's not like one of those, oh, by the way, we put Seamus and Brian in the pre-show. Hey. Hey. All right. Uh, main event, World Heavyweight Championship. WWE World Heavyweight uh, Championship. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Undertaker shenanigans. No contest with Undertaker so shenanigans. Retains. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Via Undertaker shenanigans. I don't think anybody can actually believe that Rollins will beat Lesnar. No, clean. I can believe it. It's just that. Just not. It works uh, It works out better for him if there were Taker shenanigans. It, it doesn't work out on this pay-per-view. Because the first battle is just their first one-on-one. On one. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense for him to lose. Nope. It makes sense for him to get the, be- the living shit beaten out of him, but not for him to lose. Yeah, I, th- I think Rollins still finds a way. Um, I'm not sure if it's in Paul Heyman's interests either as the real-life guy or as the character to actually turn on Lesnar. Because he did yet, do that to, to, uh, to CM Punk, right? Yes. He, he kind of did that before. He did that to Lesnar before. Yeah. No, he did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He did. 0203. Right, right, right. But not now. But not now, not yet. Not with this much hype behind him. Okay. And that brings us to our battleground predictions. Agree, disagree, one half, one fourth. Let us know. Uh, Twitter. And uh, before we end this and give you our picks of the week, let's talk about Daniel Bryan's yeah. book, yeah, which was real released real quick, real quick. in fully booked uh, last Friday. Mm-hmm. So we got, uh, Ro and I got our copies of the weekend. Because we're fanboys like that. Yep. I actually paid in cash. Like I, I don't. So did I? What? No, no. I don't normally pay for my books in cash. Oh wait, no, I didn't pay in cash. Okay. Never so, mind. so that's how much I wanted it. But I, I want this right now. Take my money, literally. So uh, that happened. I am like three fourths of the way through. I'm done. Right. So thoughts on the book? I'm waiting for. You can go first. I'm waiting to borrow one of their copies. You can borrow my copy because I don't really I'll, I'll, care I'll give for you... it now because it is. It's everything you expect. Uh, wrestler autobiography to be if it's not written solely by them. So if you have ever read any of the other autobiographies for the ghostwriter, it's like that. Um, Obviously the ghostwriter will help him uh, write the book because I'm sure not a lot of wrestlers can write like say Chris Jericho or Mick Foley or Edge. So that's the tone. It's a robotic, it's plain yung pagkasulat. Maybe I'm, I'm surprised you feel that way. Because like um, based on how we know Daniel Bryan from what yes. he shows on TV, um, it's not that he has a bland personality. But like while reading the the, the parts that were supposedly supposedly written by Bryan, I actually heard his voice. Yeah, I heard head. his voice. But I'm saying that I think it. Well, if he knew how to write, he could have made it more personal. As it stands, yeah, you can hear his voice, but it's also still just there. Because say, okay, fine. It's made easier by the by the inclusion of cussing. Yeah, which is actually surprising. Huh? Yeah, because hey, I I didn't think Brian had it in him. No, to say... he, I, I knew he had it in him, but I didn't think that they would let him, considering that he appeals so much to kids. Uh huh. So that that part at least was. Uh, indicative of, or reflective of his character. But it, uh, it kind of humanized him mm. to an extent, no? Um, I, I was surprised that, you know, um, not just the cussing, but there were certain details that were discussed. I mean, there were certain details that he would not get into, like mm. uh, which wrestlers partied, which wrestler, uh, wrestlers did the drugs. The politicking, he was a bit 50-50 on that, right? Like he, he, I think he only decided to get into it if it was relevant to the story. Yeah. 
um, hindi siya tulad ni say uh, Jericho who would actually tell all uh, he, he would spill details talaga mm. um, I was surprised that he was very detailed about his relationship with Brie which Especially is fine I like reading about the love story because yeah. I, I want to know how he ended up with Brie right why not because Nikki, it's, it's a little weird hmm. Um, he, he actually even talked about a girlfriend before Brie. Mm. And how Is she a former wrestler? No, she's not. She's not from the business. Uh, oh. Uh, I'm friend. Apparently, the <laughs> y- yung, yung time difference between when he broke up with the ex and when he got with Brie is pretty short, like mga three to six months. Okay. That's not that short. It's 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 within you know uh, within a calendar year. It's within year. a calendar year, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so that that was actually an interesting part. Uh, I, I I like the fact that he kinuwento niya na na Teddy Biasi Jr. and Sheamus because I didn't think of that or I didn't think it was a possibility. No, I didn't think I, I I didn't know that he was actually pretty tight with Brian Kendrick. Yeah, that too. The Brian Kendrick. Yes, the, the Brian, Brian Kendrick. Kendrick. They they train together with uh, in under Shawn Michaels who also Shawn Michaels gets school. a lot of props. From the book, because we all know that William Regal is Brian's mentor, mm-hmm. but and then we all we we also kind of had this idea that we shouldn't credit Sean that much, but he totally uh, busts this myth and proves that Sean had a lot to do with how you know how he ended up as a good wrestler. And Sean actually opened a lot of doors for Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan, like his earlier stints as enhancement talent mm-hmm. or as a jabroni. Yeah. were because of Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah I remember seeing this on the Yes 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 DVD. DVD that Sean actually advocated for them yeah, to be yeah, on yeah, the pretty show. Much that. So yes, that was it. If you knew, if all you knew about Bryan was that Regal made him, it was really parang. It's That's a really shafting Sean. Yeah, yeah. Because Sean actually played a part in the development. A bigger of, part of than we Daniel realize, Bryan. right? Uh, Lance Cade actually had a uh, had a you know significant part in his early yeah, story. Yeah, they, they all apparently trained together. Yeah. Think mm-hmm. about that. In class of twenty, three of them ended up holding championships in WWE. That's pretty good. Mm. That's yeah, that's an acceptable percentage. That's a good record, right? Um, uh, speaking of Lance Cade, though, um, what's he I, doing now? He's, he's dead. dead, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? No! Don't, don't, be a, don't be a jackass. Yeah. Okay, I'll edit that out. Uh, no, the thing is, I was kind of disappointed that he never made mention of any other deaths. But, okay. Um, Eddie. No, Benoit. He made mention because yeah. he idolized Benoit. Mm, right. His dad, of course. Uh-huh. Oh. But he didn't mention... Well, if, he, if Landscape was such a friend... How come he didn't talk about Landscape's passing? Right. And Even if he didn't have to get into the details, why couldn't he have at least mentioned it? And they were both on the NDC when that happened. That was 2009. Why didn't he talk about Connor? Uh, I haven't gotten to that part yet. There is no part to get to. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Spoiler alert. He, yeah, spoiler alert. He, didn't, he doesn't talk about Connor, the kid who idolized him. Yeah. And and who who's uh, passing? They made a big deal about mm-hmm. in WWE. It's, it's weird. If I don't okay, uh, so who really wrote this? Yeah, yo, or who edited it is the better question. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were, there was also a lot of skirting around the issue. Like um, there was a, obviously a big elephant in the room around, about CM Punk. Yep. They, they made mention about um, 2011 TLC about when right. Daniel Bryan cashed in his money in the bank briefcase. Uh, so. CM Punk was the champion at the time, and he gathered all of the other champions for a group photo. Right. Because for them, it was the changing of the guard. So he had Beth Phoenix, women's champion, uh, Air Boom mm-hmm. as your tag team champion, Cody Rhodes as IC champion, Zack Ryder as US champion, then Punk and Brian as your two world champions. Mm-hmm. And 
just like Brian, all of us uh, smart fans knew na parang ah, change, changing of the guard. And you look at it four, wala pang four years later, Punk is gone. Uh, Evan Bourne is gone. Beth Phoenix has retired. Zack Ryder is a jabroni again. <laughs> Cody Rhodes is stardust. And Daniel Bryan is injured. Mm. And Kofi Kingston still, you know, in the tag team championship picture. Oh, as he's, he's, he's doing something, yeah. right? So, um, alam niyo parang pinasadahan lang niya na parang okay, we thought it was a changing of well, the guard, uh, but that didn't exactly happen. Um, I would assume that the f- writing of this book was finished late last year. Okay, mm-hmm. so he was only able to get to to address uh, CM Punk's leaving. Did he address it? Ba? Like he did, he did. Yes, okay. he did. But okay. he didn't get into details, obviously, because I assume it was written before the podcast came out. Ah. So uh, he was going to let Punk tell the story. Right, right. Which he did. Yeah. So I'm. it was that far back, mm-hmm. I guess. Sayang lang. Because uh, um, I, I guess timing also played a part in it, right? Mm. But that was that would have been one thing about his WWE career I would have wanted some some light on, some personal insight from Daniel Bryan, especially given his personal circumstances. So there, uh, I haven't finished the book again. Uh, so you know, I'm nasa 2011-2012 pa lang ako. Um, yeah, come, I'm going to lend you a fucking copy. Right, uh, but... You know, if if you really like Daniel Bryan, if you're such a huge fan, yeah, get this book. it's still worth reading just to know his story. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it's not going to be on. If, if we had a syllabus in Smart Pilas Filipinas, it's not going to be. Oh, it's optional reading, yeah. yeah. And, and it's it's what do you what do you call it? Um, optional reading. Not even optional not reading. Even I wouldn't even call reading. it optional color. reading. Color. It's it's like it's it adds color to the. Ad- I, I guess it's, it's recommend. It's it's additional reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, additional, reading. additional reading, right? Yeah, shoemaker is required reading. Yeah, Mick Foley is required reading. Uh, you know, Daniel Bryan not so much. Eddie Sorry, Guerrero bro. is required reading. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, sure, right, I haven't sure. read Eddie yet, so I'm yeah, 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 yeah. So sure. you're for drug problems, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So there. That's, and overcoming the odds. That's the SGP podcast book review of yes, yes, my unexpected journey to the main event of WrestleMania. Improbable. 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 Thank you. Right. Uh, before we get out of here, we have to give you our picks of the week. Because we know that's a thing. Uh, Kamos, would you like to start off with yours? Sure. Um, I mentioned it earlier that the NXT Divas Demotion was the best part of my week. And I, I'll, I'll stick to that. That doesn't I mean, say a lot about your week. It, 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 <laughs> oh, no, it, it, it means a lot for me from a historical perspective. That Why? Bailey didn't even go up. You know, and and Bailey's, Bailey's my girl. Bailey's my girl. But now she's going to rule NXT. No problem. She's, she's going to rule NXT. The, girl, the big girls get to play with the big girls and become the big girls. Mm. And that's what I want to see. I, I just want to see the talent that I've been in love with for the past... Six months or so. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> rephrase, rephrase, rephrase. I want to see the girls who fight the best go against the girls who are calling themselves total divas, who are on that show, and rip the living shit out of them and enjoy it. Okay. Because that's something that I want to see, and that's what is best for business. Okay. End of the day. All right. Um, you want to go? Or, or All right. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick the better... The NXT Divas thing and go for, uh, no what, no you know what no no no, I mean I like the main event edit, from edit, NXT edit. no 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 don't edit this okay, uh, while the NXT Divas Championship match was a really great main event, 
What really amused me from this episode was Shoot Nation. Yeah. Yeah. Chad Gable and Jason Jordan, the world's greatest tag team, 2K15. <laughs> they were ready, willing, and, and Gable to steal the show. And they did. And he did. But uh, from, the, from Chad Gable's mat wrestling to their finisher, which is a pretty sick uh, re- catch and release. And, uh, Side suplex, right? Si- um, back suplex, I yeah. guess. It was insane. It was so good. I had I to rewind these, yeah. it and watch it again. Oh, kind of replay. Oh. I was like, wait a minute, I gotta see that oh. again. I know. I, I even re- I even rewound the no the 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 mat wrestling. So part. did I. Yeah, yeah. It was that good. I want these guys a challenge for the cha- championships now. And they're baby faces at this point, oh. right? I mean, Jason Jordan. He's a begrudging baby face. Yeah, we can bypass. Uh, we can bypass Alignment. the villains and uh, Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass. I want these guys to have a championship match. Yeah, I, I like these guys. Uh, mm. I've been. I, I guess I've been silently rooting for Chad Gable since he started showing up some of backstage mm. vignettes. I, I've been rooting for Jason Jordan. So, so you know, now now that uh, they're ready, willing, and Gable to be a, a team in NXT, I'm I'm excited for them. Uh, it, it, it still makes me giggle when I hear that. Ready, ready willing, and gable. gable. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> galing, galing. I love it. Like, like, and I love the towel. Uh, 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 the towel, the towel effect is just like, huh. It, it's kind of like Cena shit, except parang mas campy yung kaya. Gable lang talaga, diba? It is campy. So, um, Stan, your pick. Yeah, sure. My pick of the week, Cesaro versus Rusev versus Kevin Owens. Even though Kevin Owens quit midway, um, again, uh, Cesaro knows how to put on a clinic. And um, is this Rusev's first match back? Ah, second yeah, match back. Second match back. Second match with shoes. Yeah, with yeah. the shoes, no? And, uh, yeah, these guys just really proved that they, they can rise to Cena's level, at least in in the upper mid-card scene. And we've talked about this early on. Uh, Cesaro, Rusev, and Kevin Owens, any of these guys... Uh, can make a case to be the rightful number one contender for the U.S. championship. Of course, we know it's supposed to be Owens who's supposed to win the championship. Uh, so after that, um, Cesaro Rusev, I really have no complaints. So three weeks three weeks in a row, Cesaro is putting on the best technical show yep. one row. Yep. Mm. Thank you, As Lord. Uh-huh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, base JBL. Yes. <laughs> hey, wait. Speaking of JBL. Uh, can we all get this movement starting? I'm trying to get Cody Rose to unblock me on the Stardust account. Wait lang. Uh, how are you going to get to do this, number one? And number two, why did he even Ay, block you? Tayo, but I don't, well, he blocked me because I, made, I criticized JBL. Who sucks, by the wait, way? Wait, wait, wait. Cody blocked you because you criticized Friends JBL. Yeah, I did not know that they were have you not seen? Have you not seen the JBL in Cold Yeah, show? he's always in No, I did not know. I have not heard. He's a major player on that show. Yeah. Okay. So they're friends, and, you know, I criticize JBL because JBL sucks as a commentator now. Sure. So apparently, I didn't even know until I found out I couldn't retweet him that <laughs> Stardust blocked me on the Stardust account. <laughs> and now, yung, yung Prince CGR account is yeah. private. Na. Right. So that, there's that. Yeah, so you can't follow. You, you, so, so what we must do is to get this hashtag going. So what you have to do is tweet on Twitter. Just tweet start at Stardust WWE with the hashtag unblock row. <laughs> yeah. We get we need to get this going. Cause I I I love Cody Rhodes. I don't want him to block me. <laughs> I don't give a shit about JBL. I just want Cody to unblock me. So I can retweet his stuff again. Take a long. 
Why can't you access his Twitter like by signing out of the Why website? can't you no, make a new retweet. account? I can't retweet his name. Does it matter if you retweet? You just yes. one retweet wait, wait. in six hundred fifty retweets. I am a fan. Can't you? Retweet? I wanted to retweet his tweet about uh, you know what Dusty in his tweet before Raw. Have you seen that? Yeah. Young, uh, finish finish what you started. started. I yeah, wanted yeah. to retweet that and I couldn't because Cody blocked me. But you know, there were like Why a thousand we... other people who retweeted him anyway. Oh, no, 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 no. As long as, uh, no, as long as Stardust blocks me, he can't retweet anything. No matter anything. who retweets the, the tweet, I can't retweet from there. Can't you retweet using the Smart Henry or the it's not the same. GP account? Yeah, I mean, if it's still technically your account. Yes, it's still you. If all you want is to add points to social media no, reach. No, the point is, I just want him to unblock me because I, I want to follow his Twitter too. Okay. So hashtag unblock row. Tweet Stardust at Stardust WWE and hashtag unblock row. What if he blocks the rest of us motherfuckers because no. of that? What if none of us can retweet him? Just this for do you? It. Just do it. You're yes, for me. It's, I, I'm a big fan of Stardust. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to risk my yeah my Twitter access to Stardust. Tell him I'm a big fan. I I have campaigned for him to keep being Stardust, despite the rude fans who want him to be Cody again. Yeah, Eden actually addressed the shit on her blog. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice before read. You, I'm on, okay, read this week though. I am on Team Stardust, bro. Before we get on out of here, we have to say hi to some folks who yeah. are uh, frequent listeners of the SGP podcast. I believe these guys work for Briston. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is Leonard Carrasco and his friends. Uh, may bang names ba? Uh, just, just that. Yes, it's Leonard Carrasco and his friends from Briston. And friends. And friends. Friends of the podcast. And right. PWR. Leonard, let us know what their names are, bro. You have, to sh- you have to tell us what their names are so we can give all of you a proper shout-out. Thank you so much for subscribing, for liking us, for following us. And tell your other friends to subscribe to us. They, they enjoyed the Sandata episode. I don't know who they are. Uh-huh. Apparently, I don't know why they enjoyed it. Apparently, see you new friends. Okay. They enjoyed the episode and wish they, he could guest again. These well, are the guys I, I, who- that's highly doubtful. Yeah, it's really highly doubtful because the last... We've heard of him. He doesn't want to guest again because of Camus's and uh, unprofessionalism. These are the guys who quoted this one line from Sandata, diba? Right? Yeah. Yeah. These are the guys. All right. So I mean, like, yo, it's cool, but um, he got turned off by Camus. Yeah. So you're probably not gonna get that. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Anyway, it's uh, my fault. Yeah. It is. Blame it on me. We gotta get out of here. At underscore Stancy. At Caveman Camus. At Rose Wall. For the SGP podcast. We are the SGP Podcast. Signing off. Peace.